Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Haley. You're back. I'm back. Yeah, I survived. Happy to have you back. It's <laughs> it's funny. Last week uh, when you were gone, I played a cricket track <laughs> when I said good morning to you, and I didn't know how accurately that was setting up the rest of my week. Hmm. Uh, you're listening to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore. On the show today, we're going to launch a contest. That's right. You're going to want to tune in for that. that. We're going to be talking about Festool Sanders. Mm-hmm. A lot of good information on that. But let me get back to that cricket thing. And I guess all I'm referring to is the concept of bugs. My entire last week, this week that I'm living right now, that I'm it's just centered wrapping up. around bugs. Centered around bugs. We went walking on that really nice 70-degree day. Yeah. And the dogs all came home covered with ticks. Oh. Would you have expected that at this no, point in the year? That seems really crazy to me. No, I was stunned. Couldn't believe that we've got ticks at this point. So we've got ticks going on. Um, I don't even want to go into the story. I had a leak, and in researching the leak, I found eight bazillion spiders. My entire back living room, when you put a flashlight on the ceiling, turns out it looks like I, it looks like the Adams family lives in my house. There are so many cops. Oh. I know. I never see them. The lighting's so bad back there. <laughs> I don't recommend taking a flashlight out and exploring your house. Don't look in the corners. Don't do any of that. It will depress you to the core. It's better not to know. Better not to know. On top of that, we're watching a movie the other night in the dark, in the basement. The dog freaks out. And, you know, what in the world is going on? What does the dog see that nobody else can see? Right. That's right off the bat. As it is. And it turns out we flip the lights on and we see this thing. It's like it looks four inches long flying across the floor, flying like the flash. Yeah. I mean, this thing is moving. It's a house centipede. Uh, Grossest little thing ever. I don't like them. We see that and everybody freaked out. Yes. And I had read a couple of articles and I remembered the article saying, oh, boy, if you get a house centipede, don't be sad. Be glad. This is really good. It's like a good little creature that's come to your house to visit. So That's a hard sell for me. I know, but I was desperate, so I was grasping <laughs> at straws, and I pulled that article up, and here's the deal. House centipedes eat all kinds of really bad bugs that okay. we don't want. Silverfish, termites, oh. flies, cockroaches. Wow. Who loves cockroaches? No. no one. Bed bugs, spiders, and more. And more. That's Haley. a lot of things I don't like. A lot of things that we don't like. They're not poisonous to people. I still don't love it. But, no, 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 but know, they sound better. Some positive. So we're starting to crank out and celebrate because yeah. we've got this little creepy crawly in the basement. Maybe he'll clean out my, my back <laughs> exactly. living room and make it so it's not the Adams family living in my house. Uh, then I did a little more research and the emotional roller coaster continued because it turns out the female centipedes, female house centipedes, are known to live for up to three to five years. What? Oh. That seems crazy. Oh, it gets better. And they will produce up to 150 young. Oh, each. good. Oh, good. Not each year, but each one. <laughs> but man, you get a few of those surviving. Yeah. Well, For there you years. Go. With that understanding, I decided I really would like to get rid of mine. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'm going to dig into that. And I know other people run into these all the time. Here's the scoop. We got to understand them in order to get rid of them. During the day, where are they? Because we don't see them then usually. That's true, yeah. Well, during the day, they're hanging out in dark, damp places, beneath concrete slabs, inside cement block walls, in floor drains, blah, 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 damp areas, dark areas. At night, they come out hunting for food. (laughs) And one last freakout point, if you're seeing a bunch of them, it means there's a really plentiful food source 
nearby in your home. So lots of spiders, lots of that's probably why I've got mine. Right, because all the spiders. Yeah, I yeah, just hope it's not cockroaches or source. bed bugs. That'd be even worse. <laughs> fleas. So anyway, yeah, yeah that, that's why they're there. How do you get rid of them? I don't have a lot of time, but I'll give you the main points. You've got to eliminate the food source, obviously. Right. So you might have to talk to a professional to come in and figure out what you got going on, unless you can figure out a way to get the other bugs out of the house. Second, you got to seal up the areas of the home. So go around. They try to get in during the hot and dry months. Okay. So soon, yeah. they're going to be trying to get in. So you're going to want to fill and seal cracks and crevices in concrete slabs, block walls, things like that. Might want to put an airtight cover over your sump pump hole. Sure. Make sure you get that covered up. And then, you know, basically, it's just a matter of trying to reduce the humidity, reduce yeah, no, the dampness. I'm going to put more info in the show notes. You can check it out. I just wanted to freak everybody out right off the bat. Well, we all appreciate it, Dan. Yeah. And before we wrap up, one last bit of advice that I've acquired from some really wise bloggers out there. If you do <laughs> catch one of these house centipedes, go for the catch and release method. Oh, my God. Release it outside. No way. No, I can't imagine getting my little hands no. cupped with one of those in there Ugh. and having them crawl out straight up my arm. <laughs> Straight up my face, I can't imagine. Uh, uh, All I know is that I'd surely want the kids to be filming that because it would be something epic for the funeral. Anyway, (laughs) we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're talking Festool, and then we're going to get to Haley's big contest. That's all just ahead. Stick around. Well, Haley, earlier this year, uh, we added Festool to all of our different offerings. Yeah, it's really exciting, honestly. Really exciting. You're listening to the Repcolite Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore, and we talked about this earlier in the year, right yeah, when it happened. maybe a month ago. Yeah, yeah. And all we said was, hey, we have Festool. Now let's actually talk about some of the tools. And before we do that, I want to just highlight the fact we've got displays at our Lakewood Boulevard location in Holland, right. the Byron Center location, and also if a road trip is in your future, you could head to Goshen, Indiana and check out the Repco Light there. All have displays. Yes. Now, Festool, what we're going to talk about are some of the, I guess we're not going to talk about a whole lot of the tools. We're going to no, really dial we'll in on, on one. Right. They've got a lot of different offerings, saws and drywall sanding equipment. And, Drills. Oh man, you yeah. name it. We're going to focus on what they're Perhaps best known for, best known for their dust extraction. Yes. Which doesn't sound terribly exciting, but if you work with sanding and and just tools in general, uh, if somebody can be really good at dust extraction, yeah, Yeah. it can be really important. But let's look at that and primarily we'll focus on sanders and we're going to really dial in on their entry level sander. Right. The Festool ETS 125 is that entry level sander runs around 250 and we'll tell you why yep. it's worth gulp gulp that's, <laughs> that's the entry level 250 dollars. what in the world are we thinking we're going to make the case for it yeah all right this particular sander has a five inch sanding disc right it's ergonomically formed to yes. fit comfortably in your hand right i really appreciate this as a woman i think a lot of tools are not the most ergonomic and they're just cumbersome in a way this is really well designed, and I appreciate that. Right. As a smallish man, I also appreciate the fact <laughs> <laughs> that this fits comfortably in my girlish hands. But it'll fit anyone's hand. Right. <laughs> right. If you've got huge mitts, don't worry. It's going to look right at home in those yeah. mitts. So ergonomical. Yeah. It's compact and lightweight enough for extended vertical and overhead use. Right. And the vibration is minimal. And I think this is really cool because if you're someone that has done extensive sanding, you know that after a while it becomes very uncomfortable. Right. Right. It can. Now, I'm a specimen of a man, so I can sand for hours and hours on end (laughs) without taking a break. But yeah, a lot of us have to 
take a break in between because it really does it does wear on you well, after a while. You start it gets to like go numb, uncomfortable, and yeah. this won't do that. The right. vibration is minimized for that purpose. It's a variable speed. Right. You can dial it down if you're working with softer woods and you don't want to take too much out. You can increase it if you're working on something harder, you know, oaks or something like that. Yeah, it's nice to be able to have those safeguards in place with a tool. I uh, like, go ahead. You tell me what you like and I'll tell you what I like and we'll see if it's the same thing. I really like that it's quiet. Oh, it's a different thing. Yes, I like yeah. the fact that it's quiet. That's not as important to me. I'm so loud, I've deadened my own hearing. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, everything seems quiet to me. But tell me about how quiet it is. I I love any tool that's quiet, honestly, but especially a sander <laughs> because it's just kind of a constant noise that starts yeah. to really grate on you after a while. Yeah. Um, similar to my work environment. So yeah. anywhere that I can really <laughs> cut back, I appreciate. I know. I apologize, Haley. I'm, I'm a lot of energy and I don't have a lot of quiet inside there's of no dial on you no I'm, right i'm not, not variable speed no. <laughs> one speed and it's broken in that place so this particular tool is quiet yeah. very quiet it's yeah. made to be that way definitely something cool i like the long power cord oh. probably sounds dumb no but that's the, nice the sander i've got has about a six foot if i'm lucky cord yeah i think that's pretty standard with a lot of sanders yeah and i can get an extension cord and all of that out but it is kind of frustrating it'd be nice to have something with a 13-foot cord, which is what I think this one has. So exactly. really cool there. Here's something that I really like that probably sounds kind of dumb. The sanding disc stops almost immediately when you power it off. And for me, that's a big deal because I'll, I'll forget that mine right? doesn't. You know, I'll power it down and I'll set it down and then it rattles its way across the desk or, you or wherever I'm working. Or set it on something where you don't want it to sand. I've gotten better at not doing that <laughs> because of right. bad experiences of doing that. But yeah, it's a real pain. This stops right away. You can set it down and you're not going to have a problem. Dust extraction. We've already highlighted it. If you purchase the accompanying vacuum, and I should clarify that this is not a little add-on purchase. This no. is a big thing. The vacuum is some serious coin. Yeah, it is. It, but it's it, worth it. It works for all their different tools. It will work with this. And it may, I mean, it's complete dust extraction at that point. Yes. You're going to get hardly anything in the air. The only times you get things in the air a little bit is when you're working on like narrow edges where the whole sander is sure. down on the surface. Right, yep. But when it's down on the surface, you're going to remove most of the dust that you're creating. It's yeah. perfect for job sites. It's it's going to help your sanding discs last longer. True, yeah. In fact, I shouldn't just say job sites. My dad was a hobbyist in the basement of his house, and when they moved, they found so much dust, he thought he had cleaned up. You said that he gave up woodworking for a while because it was he was so traumatized. Well, he's back, to, he's in a new condo, and he didn't want to do that to his new place. He was so mortified it's at terrible. how much dust he created. Yeah. It really can help with all of those things. And not only is it going to keep a space cleaner, your tools are going to last longer. The sanding discs are going to last longer. The jobs go faster. The jobs go faster. And the end results are better because when sanders, orbital sanders, will get little particles of dust, you know, that mm -hmm. you've sanded off underneath, you know, by the pad, it will create little swirls. That's one of the reasons right, we yep. get all these little swirls. Extracting that gives you better results in the end. True. And that's with the accompanying vacuum. But even without the vacuum, I mean, you get... It's like decent dust extraction, right? It's, it's probably similar to any other sander out there with a little bag on the end. Right. It's going to be as good or maybe a little better than yeah. any of the other sanders, like Haley's saying. But then what you're getting, and that's only with the dust extraction, right. that it's about as good as other sanders. Everything else about it is far superior. Yeah. 
All right, so that's some of the big benefits of it. Who is this kind of a product for? You know, who is Festool? Who's a Festool buyer? I think it's for professionals and hobbyists. And I think you found a really good quote about why a really good tool is important, maybe more so for a hobbyist. Right. And I don't know where I stand on this. I really like the idea. I'm watching some videos. You know, we did a lot of testing on our own with the, the Festool equipment. I've used some in the past, but then I did a ton of just deep dive into as many videos as we could find of people who've yeah, worked reviews. with it. And mm-hmm. One guy was talking about it and he basically said, I can't remember who told me this, but if you're a hobbyist or a DIYer, it's more important for you to get the tool because you don't have the skills necessarily inside like a professional will to overcome a poor tool. A professional True. can work around the tool's limitations yeah. better than a hobbyist or you know a DIYer. So I really do think it feels like a super professional grade product line mm-hmm. and it is great for professionals. Right. But I think it's also important for hobbyists. Yeah, there's a lot of arguments we made for that. So is this for you? Here are some things to consider to help you make that decision. You know, one thing, most people find sanding to be the least favorite part of their project. Oh, yeah, to the point where we'll just skip it. Skip it or I'll get into the project, but and I'll just put pause on everything because oh, I realize how sure. much sanding I've got to do. Yeah. And there are a million reasons why I don't like it. You know, it's not fun work. It's not like rewarding. It's, dirty. it's really dirty. It's going to create a mess. All of those things. It takes a long time. If you hate it, this is something that will make it so much better. And, you know, I can say that here. But when you look at these videos, check out the online stuff. Check out the reviews. Right. Impartial reviews. Yeah. Almost everybody to a person is saying, I hated sanding. And you know what? This has made it so much better. It's faster. One guy was demonstrating how he was able to sand something that took him about 30 seconds to sand this little piece with his regular sander. He was doing the same thing in about 10 seconds, 15 seconds wow. with the Festool equipment and no dust and no Right. So not only is it more fun, but it also it goes faster. So it's a big it's win. It's just a win, win, win. And you mentioned <laughs> the fun thing. And I think that's really interesting because a lot of us are hobbyists. You know, we're not mm-hmm. doing these things professionally. And so it is kind of for fun. It's meant to be for fun. If you've right. got big chunks of your hobby that you absolutely detest, that part of it, it <laughs> does detract <laughs> It detracts from the hobby. I love playing guitar. If there were huge chunks of the guitar that were utterly, utterly miserable, miserable to go through. Yeah. Man, I'd have to rethink my right, choices exactly. at that point. This will help with that. And, you know, now I I think we're starting to prove that that 249 buy-in isn't quite so steep. That's so bad. That's just one thing. Here's another thing. I think this is even better. Think about the tools that you use regularly. Right, like a table saw, maybe a miter saw, impact, impact driver. Drivers. Yeah. I've got all of those tools, I and I use a lot of them on, on a regular basis. But on every project... I can't say every, but Just most, about. most projects, yeah. the sander comes out. The table saw hasn't been fired up, I bet, in six months. Mm-hmm. But the sander's been fired up tons of times in that time. The miter saw a few times, but the sander all the time. Exactly. If you're in that boat and the sander in your home is used all the time, it's definitely a place to upgrade. You know, that's, right. a, that's I mean, the that's tool That's where you should upgrade. be spending the money, not on these tools that feel a little bit more flashy, I would say. Like a saw is like, oh. I'm going to get this really nice saw and it's going to do all these things. And, oh, man, that's going to be great. But really, like you said, how often do you use that compared to this tool that you use all the time? Oh, it's going to pay off and you're going to really, really enjoy the process much better. So there's another reason why this is something to think about. If cleanup matters to you, Mm, Festool is the answer, especially if you can swing for that vacuum. Yep. Um, Even if you can't, it's going to be it's not going to be any worse than any other sander out there. If you can spring for the vacuum, 
man, you've just opened yourself up because all the other tools will connect to that. Well, and I think you've opened up, at least for me personally, it's opened up the projects that I'm willing to tackle in my home because there's a lot of things that I just won't even touch because I don't have a good way to deal with dust. And if I had a vacuum, like a Festool one, I would absolutely jump into those things because I'm confident that I could have a dust-free environment still. Yeah, for me, it's it's one of those big questions. I would have to debate on that one. How many of those projects are there? Do they warrant the vacuum? If I'm a professional sure. and doing this on a regular basis, I think for sure it's a big deal. I had some contractors that we had on the show probably about four years ago or so. Yeah, they were working in a... A historic building, building, right, and they had some pieces that they needed to sand. They couldn't remove them from the building. People were in the building, and they were using the building on a regular basis. They had to to sand there, and they used Festool equipment, and no problems at all. No dust anywhere. It's quiet. It was quiet. Yeah, Yeah, everybody was happy. (laughs) So for professionals in that regard, I think it's it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I agree. For a homeowner, hobbyist, you'd have to decide, does the cleanup matter that much for those projects? What about the price? You know, think about that $250 buy-in. I guess for me, I keep thinking about the fact that the one that I've got, the sander that I'm using right now, I use all the time. And that's that, an entry level, too, in its own brand. And that was 75 bucks. Right. So, yes, this is about three times that price, but it's easily five, six, seven. I can't even quantify how much better a sander right. it is. Exactly. It's going to work better, lighter, easier to get the job done. One of the people that I was watching the reviews, and I noticed this when I was testing it, too, I have to adjust how I sand. Because with my sander, I really have to ream on that thing. Uh-huh. To get, it feels like a lot of to pressure. get it to work. Yeah. And when I did that on the boards with the Festool one, it was working so much better that I ended up going, yeah, overdoing it. Yeah. So it's going to get the work done with less effort on my end. And I do like that a lot. And so for that point, you know, from 75 to 250, it's, it's going to last and last. So Seems like it. it's a pretty good deal. But that's not for us to decide. Check out those reviews for yourself. Look online. They're out there. You can find unbiased reviews. These and are just the only people. real negative review that we've seen is that the price is maybe too high. Yeah. And even those people, the people that yeah. are saying the price is too high, have still bought the tool. Yeah, they still buy it. <laughs> they wish it was cheaper, but don't we all? Yeah. Man, everything I can think of, I wish it was a little bit cheaper. We've got demo models at our Lakewood Boulevard and our Byron Center store. Check those out. Decide for yourself. And if you love Festool, let us know. We'd love to know about it. If you don't, and there's a reason you don't, let us know that, too. I'm interested, and we'll talk about it. Radio at RepcoLite.com. We're interested in that. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, let's talk color consultations. Yes. And we'll launch a great big contest that's got to be heard to be believed, right? Yeah, it's Or is that really incredible. overselling it? No, it's incredible. All right, stay with us to find out how incredible it is. That's all coming up next. Stay tuned. Well, Haley, you have waited for several weeks to do this segment. You're very excited. This is something you've dreamed up. You have beaten me over the head with how valuable it is and how important it is and how everybody is clamoring to know this information. And now it's finally your day. You're listening to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show sponsored by Benjamin Moore. And buckle up. Haley's got good stuff and a contest yes, and on a top contest. of it all. I mean, this is one that it's an $85 value and five different people can win. The contest is for a color consultation. So it's an on-site, in-home, whatever you want to call it, color consultation. Whether your project is now or weeks from now or months from now, you can benefit from the contest. Well, and let's spill the, the beans on the big uh, the big reason why that's so cool. Because it's not just 
any it's color not just any color consultation. It's one from me. Yeah, so Haley <laughs> will be in your house. Think about the excitement of that. You can close your eyes. really, I mean, what you're getting is an hour and a half with me. That's, right. That's the prize. Right, right, <laughs> right. So you can close your eyes, listen to her talk. It'll be just like you're listening to the radio. Yes. Except you can't switch her off. Trust me, you can't. You can try, Yeah. but you can't. It's awkward to kick someone out of your home. <laughs> it's awkward, but it may be necessary. But anyway... If you want a chance to find out if you want to kick Haley out of your house or not, mm-hmm. you're going to want to hang around to the end of the show. She's going to tell you how you can get entered, how right. you can win, when we'll draw those winners. All of that's coming up. But right now, let's talk about a color consultation in the first place. I want to cover what it is, what it looks like, all of those things. Sure, of course. Why you would want one. But let's just start with who's it for. Yeah, I, you know, I feel like it's an kind of a weird service most people don't even really probably know that a color consultant is a real job (laughs) right and we've got several we should say that right off the bat yeah we have um, color consultants in our jenison store in jenison (laughs) our 17th street store in holland and our fulton street store in grand rapids so any of those stores have color consultants in store that can help you at any time, but they also do offer that on-site service as well. Right. So we offer that. You've got that. Um, there's a charge for on-site, $85 like mm-hmm. we talked about. But yeah, people don't always realize that that's something that's even available, but who would use it? Yeah, it's really for everyone and anyone I think can benefit from the service, whether you're a homeowner, a business, a realtor a painting contractor, Mm -hmm. maybe this is the field that you're in, you can still benefit from extra help. And even a designer, a a designer can benefit from a color consultation. And that doesn't mean that they're a bad designer or that you're bad at picking colors if you're a homeowner. I'm a color consultant and I still honestly go to our color consultants in the store when I'm picking colors for my own home because sometimes you're just too close to a situation. Sometimes you're coming to me for color help. When you've really reached the bottom of the barrel, you scraped it dry and you still need a little bit of help, then you'll finally come to me, right? But everybody can use and benefit yes, from the service. That's the big thing you're trying to take away. And like you're saying, it doesn't mean you're bad at it. No. It just means that you need somebody sometimes to help you see it from a different point of view. Sometimes we get exactly. so locked into this particular job, mm-hmm. it's hard to distance ourselves from it. You're too close it. to it, right? You can't see the forest through the trees, so to speak. And I think that also with color, there's a lot of emotion that gets tied up in these decisions. You know, you want their final result to feel a certain way in your home. And that makes a lot of indecision, I think, happen with homeowners, with professionals even in their own homes Mm -hmm. experience that problem. So this is really a service that can benefit anyone with a paint project. Right. Now, a lot of the times we try to solve this by getting friends and family involved. Yes. And it seems like such a slam dunk, right? Right. Mom's good with color. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just have mom over. I'll show her the three samples I'm looking at and mom will select the one that I like the most. And she'll just confirm me in that. Right. That's how we imagine yes, it. Yes, exactly. In fact, how it plays out is mom comes over and probably got bumped into by the dog on her way in. So she's maybe a little annoyed right off the bat. <laughs> she pulls her own fan deck out of her purse. Yeah. Shows you six colors you never thought about and then points out which one she thinks you should do. And you hate that color. And now, when you don't select the color that she wants. Now mom's got an axe to grind <laughs> every time she comes over. Oh, I see that you didn't pick the color. 
that I selected. I wonder why you even asked me in the first place. And then you've got to look look through the lasagna and the and the pies and the things that mom <laughs> brings over because you're not sure if there's something in it, right? That's what happens when you ask family for help. Yes, it seems like a fun thing to do, an easy thing to do. Just get confirmation from someone, yeah. but that's never how it goes. Not from family and no. friends. There's a lot. They've got a lot invested in that. Mm-hmm. We're making a little bit of a joke, but it really there's there's an aspect of that that, yes. that becomes very uncomfortable. A color consultant is unbiased, but they're also not professionals. You know, I well, mean, they're these... not professionals or not professional. My mom's very professional. Okay, <laughs> she might not be trained in color theory. Okay, and I think that's one of the big differences right off the bat, right? You're asking someone that's not trained in this field for advice, so you're not going to get the absolute best impartial advice. Right. I don't ask my kid how to fix the brakes on my car. Exactly. Actually, I could. He's probably well, better at yeah. it than I am. <laughs> really bad analogy. Which but kid? You yeah, know, yeah. A- right, right. You guys make your own analogy. You yeah. know how that works. So, yes, they're trained in it. Right. And Haley has a very interesting analogy of her own to get this point across she threw this at me and said yeah this is just how it works if somebody comes in and says sparkling wine what do you think of dan and i I had really i drew a complete blank because i figured it was a trick question she had to tell me what i probably would think and that was would be champagne and yes once i googled everything and figured things out (laughs) champagne is probably what i would have thought about and most people might who don't work with color on a regular basis but the people who work with color all the time instead of think think of the bedroom more color sparkling wine they'll probably know which collection it comes from which is the classic collection and they might even know the number of the color which is 949 so color nerds yes exactly color nerds perfect way to put it and yeah that's what you want when you've got a project and you want to get great results exactly they live in the world of paint colors and it's honestly more than even just having an eye for color. It's understanding how light affects things and it's understanding how color scales. Because unlike most instances where we deal with color in our life, where, you know, clothing is being picked or furniture, art perhaps, but any of those, they're not scaling at all, right? Like the sweater I'm buying off the rack is not going to change size once I get home and become giant right. and look like a completely different thing. No, even if you do, right. the, sweater the sweater will, will only grow so much. Right? Or it'll get smaller. It's not going to go the other direction. <laughs> but with a paint color, all right. of a sudden it goes from a two by two square to... An entire house. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nothing else is doing that in your life. So we don't have a lot of experience understanding how colors scale in that way. Color consultants, on the other hand, do have that experience. They understand how to pick colors with that scaling effect in mind. And their whole idea, their whole goal is to work with you to figure out your style and what you want out of a space and then help you get there. Right. You know, this isn't something that they have to live in. They're tailoring all of their, you know, recommendations to you, your personality, your goals for the space, you know, even things that you might not have considered, like how those spaces connect to another part of your home because ultimately they want it to harmonize with the entire home, not just have the single room look good. And a lot of us have been there and struggled with that. And, you know, a lot of the times we haven't even thought about that. We're doing a room and we get the room done and we take a step back to admire the room. Then we realize, oh, boy, I don't know that it works with what was in the hallway. I didn't think about that. And then the next time we tackle a project, we're we're thinking about that. But we don't live in that world. Most of us don't. And it's not easy to get those answers. That's where somebody who does this all the time is going to help you. Exactly. And then there's the other side of it, which is practical. These people are also 
paint experts. So they understand that when you put a bright color outside, you're affecting the life of the paint ultimately. You know, not even just a bright color, any color with a lot of synthetic colorants in it is going to fade prematurely. So they're taking all of the practical effects of color into account when they're making the recommendations as well. So you got a lot of reasons to check out and get a color consultant. And that's not the last one. There's there's a big one. And it's honestly half the job sometimes. And it's really? mediating. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So you're not going to drag this out forever. No. Because we're hitting our limit of time. <laughs> that's, I had a nice wrap up and a nice <laughs> landing, but then Haley just jumped off into another direction. No, mediating, so mediating is a big one. Yeah, because a lot of times we're not living alone. We have a spouse or children, and especially with spouses, there can be disagreements that come along with color decisions, whether they just don't agree on the style or they literally see the color differently because sometimes men actually see more red in colors than women do. So they're physically seeing colors differently and you need an outside person that's unbiased to help you navigate that so that you don't have to fight the entire time. It doesn't have to be a fight. So you're not going to pick sides. No, I won't pick sides impartial. I'm going to try to find a middle ground for everyone and make everyone happy. That sounds like a big joke, but that is so real. You know, yeah. running different home shows and stuff. I remember talking to people like we would put a display out for painted cabinetry. Sure. Now, it's not color. We're not talking color at that yeah. point. But that's a project that really can create a lot of anxiety and animosity <clears throat> yes. in families. We would have the wife come through and she, for example, wanted painted cabinets mm -hmm. and she'd show her husband and he was adamant in the other field and he wants just bare wood, wood. you know the normal yeah. wood or natural wood look and then yeah you're sitting there in this situation and I can see that plays out with color with design all kinds of things it's maybe nice to have that person who's not your mom right yes <laughs> you don't want your mom to help you fix that problem nobody wins with that Christmas is going to be awkward no. yeah instead have Haley help you with that or any of the folks at any of the Repcolites who do this right and we'll get you there I mean I even used to joke that that's more of what I use in some of these jobs is my background in psychology because I minored in that in college and I feel like sometimes I use that training more than I even use my color training a background in psychology you have a background in psychology. Yeah. Things make so much more sense. <laughs> you are constantly psychoanalyzing me. You tell me your dreams, Dan. I tell what, well, and they're not my dreams and how visions of I? how I want the future. It's <laughs> my teeth fell out last night in my dream. What does that mean? And yeah, it's like Freud. You sit there, you pull out a little pad of paper. Tell me, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about your mother? Well, and we go through all kinds of questions. It might not be fun for you, but it's a great skill to have in a color consultant. Well, I can see that. And mom, that was just a joke. We have not talked about you like that here. All right. I think we're going to take a break. Yes. When we come back on the other side, I want to talk about what a color consultation looks like. Yeah. Because I think it it's still sounds rundown. like a good idea. But man, maybe I'm uncomfortable. We'll get you comfortable. We'll yeah. walk you through exactly what it looks like. And then we'll tell you how you can enter the contest and maybe win one and Haley can come and psychoanalyze you and your family. <laughs> we'll have all of that when we come back. Stick around. And we're back. You're listening to the Repcolite Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore. Last segment, we started talking about color consultations, who could use one. Right, which is everyone. Right. Everybody can use one, why you might want one, mm -hmm. all of those things. And most importantly... How you, well, that you could win one. Not how yet. We'll get to that at the very end of the segment. Right. We're giving away five of them. Mm -hmm. Haley is going to do these personally. Yes. 
I personally will come into your home so and consult you on colors. Keep that in mind. When we tell you how you can enter, before you click send, remember. <laughs> this means Haley could show up at your doorstep. Just It's a lot of fun. Go back, listen to some of the past episodes, decide if you can handle that. All right, we're going to get to that in a little bit. We talked about why you might want one. Let's talk about what one looks like right. because I think it can sound good in theory. But personally, I like to see how it's going to all play out to decide Right, this will work for me. Because we've talked about you personally, if someone said or suggested having a color consultant come into your home, you would feel very intimidated. Like it's not something that you want to have happen. I don't really want somebody to come in and look at what I've picked Mm -hmm. and then give me a an honest reaction. I want you to steer me away from it if it's bad, but I am nervous because I don't want to feel like an idiot. And I think that's what we can get through here. If, if you're right. afraid of that or concerned about that, whatever the right word no, is. No, it's a really collaborative experience. And I, I've i always had a, a lot of fun doing these with people. And Have I, the people had fun, though? Yes. That's the, the bigger yes. question here. Like, for example... Uh, I still have people from maybe five or six years ago at this point now mm-hmm. reach out to me. Like they'll text me and say, I'm still so in love with this color on the outside of my house. Like, thanks again. Wow. Hope you're doing well. I All mean, right. it's a relationship that I feel like is formed after I've been in someone's home. You know, I've gotten to know them because that's really the first part of this is a pre consultation. And right off the bat, I want to know a lot about your personal taste, your home, mm-hmm. and your goals for the home. Because I want to have a lot of information coming into the consultation so that I can be prepared and give you the best advice that's really tailored for you specifically. Super important because this isn't about you coming in with a preconceived style in mind. Right, no. You're going to stamp this with the Haley style. No. that does, Nobody wins with that. No. Maybe Haley does. My colors are for me. Right. You don't get them. <laughs> and that's the thing. You, they don't want them. Right, exactly. You want to figure out what they want, and that's what you're going to do. It's, yes. So there's a lot of customization, personalization with that. Right. So that's a pre-consultation. What other things are involved? I mean, photos aren't absolutely 100% necessary, but they are extremely helpful. So any photos that can be provided before I come to the home, again, just give me more intel so that I can be more prepared to give you the best advice. Because it's only about an hour and a half that we have to spend together. And so I really want to make the most of that. It's going to feel like longer. Shut up. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So photos. Uh, once I'm in your home. Uh, you know, we'll meet at the scheduled time and then we're just kind of discussing and assessing the things that I've picked out ahead of time. You know, we'll look at those things right off the bat because it should give us some direction pretty clearly. You'll have some reactions to things you'll love some, maybe hate others, or maybe all of them look good and then we've got a lot of work to do. Uh, But we're really looking at those colors in your lighting because that's what it really comes down to. I can think of all the beautiful colors in perfect lighting in the store, but ultimately depends on your specific home's lighting. So that's what we're going to look at. From there, it's really recommending the colors that I think work the best in your space. And that's based on, you know, other finishes that are in the home. It's based on other rooms that you have adjacent to the room that we're talking about potentially. Or if it's an exterior, looking at the landscaping and making sure that those colors work with the color that we've selected. Uh, And to visualize all of this, we have 8x8 color chips. Those are architectural color chips. And they're a little bit larger than a typical color chip just to give you a better idea of what that color really looks like. Um, But ultimately, what I'm going to do is document my recommendations and then have you sample 
maybe two or three colors that we've really honed in on. And those aren't colors that are super different from each other either. We're not sampling a gray and a beige. <laughs> We're sampling a gray and then this gray maybe has like a slightly more blue undertone and maybe this other gray has a little bit less of a blue undertone. And it really is so that when those colors do scale, when you're painting a large area on your wall, we can adjust and compensate for how that light is going to affect those colors. So no matter what happens, hopefully you've got a really solid color to go with um, once you've sampled. But the initial consultation is one, it's one visit. Right. So the sampling is going to happen and then... On their own. And they can always reach back out once they've sampled, you know, send pictures, ask for advice if they're still unsure which one they're liking the best. Um, or if they decide after seeing those that they don't like that direction at all and, you know, we need to reassess. Okay. So what does the follow-up look like? So follow-up support, again, you can email, you can call, send those pictures through, and we can kind of discuss those virtually at And once point. you've got a color picked out, you're going to get them all that information Really, they've got kind of a, a kind prescription. Kind of like a color prescription, yeah, a paint prescription even, because I've been in your home, I've seen maybe the use that the paint is going to get, you know, what the environment's going to be like, whether it's exterior or interior. I've got a really solid understanding of what specific products are going to fit your specific needs. That part's so important is, yeah, getting the right product on top of it all. You right. don't have to come in and try to figure that out. Right. Um, you're going to give a recommendation based on what you see as an expert. Exactly. And that's going to happen for the people who win. And we're going to get mm -hmm. to that in just a second. But that is that's just par for the course when you get a color consultant from RepcoLite, right? Right. All of these things. Yeah. Even if you don't win and you still decide that you really want a color consultation, you can absolutely go into the store, get one scheduled. And whoever that is, whether it's Sam or Amanda, they're going to come out and give you the same service. All right. So how do we get entered? So to get entered... Uh, you can email us right now at radioatrepcolite.com and just tell us whether you're a homeowner, contractor, realtor, or business owner, and that you want to get entered into this contest. You can also go to Repcolite's Facebook page, Repcolite's Instagram, or you can head to the website and click on the banner. Those are more ways to enter. We're going to draw five winners. So any of those other places that you're getting entered just ups your chances, right? We're going to draw those random winners on the 11th. And we'll reach out to you. We'll get that scheduled. Um, but constraints for this contest, it does need to be within a 45-mile radius of Grand Rapids. All right. We've got all of that information in the show notes and at RepcoLite.com. Check it out. You can get entered. We're going to give you another chance to get entered next week. We'll talk about it a little bit more. Yep. But right now, that's all the time we've got. We're going to have to wrap it up. If you want to catch this one again, you can find it online at RepcoLite.com. Whatever you do today, make sure paint's a part of it. I'm Dan Hansen. I'm Haley Johnson. Thanks for listening.